Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here, back with my co-host, Professor Dreg. Hope you guys are all doing well. And uh, if this show is getting a little too mundane for some of you folks who have been listening a long time, I know we tend to revisit topics, but because we get a lot of new uh, listeners and they email in about some of the crazy claims that we have, I just want to say you can send an email to my personal email if you have any further questions you want us to address something. I know a couple of you guys do that. But yeah, keep it up, folks. I mean, I appreciate all of you listening, you know, helping us get ranked a little bit. Got a little nice email from that guy. This show is, is starting to get ranked, even though it kind of blows my mind because we only get about 100 regular listens per episode. But, you know, 100's not bad. You know, it's not 100,000. That's what they say. <laughs> but, you know, you know, after doing this show for the past three or four months, I got to say I'm really, really appreciative of you taking the time out. I know sometimes we get busy. and You know, it's hard to do a Monday to Friday show every single day and try to remain original. And I will admit, guys, for the folks of you who've been listening, that we tend to go in circles and ramble. But there's a lot of hidden gems. I'm a very sort of spontaneous type character when it comes to this. There's some prep that goes into these episodes, but a lot of times we're just having conversations here. So that's really what it's all about. Uh, Yesterday we touched on uh, climate protests. You know, we talked a little bit about the science and uh, the reality and the myths behind a lot of that such a complicated subject that sometimes, you know, I find ourselves starting it and then drifting into some other things. But I wanted to revisit something that we spoke about, I think, last week, you know, uh, about a series of these sort of black leaders, right, that had gathered together to talk a little bit more about the current state of the black community in America, you know, and among those were folks like Candace Owens and um, Killer Mike and T.I. and all that. And, you know, this was uh, something that was shared on the internet, so I couldn't help but watch it. But, I mean, the the thing is, I feel like I, I feel like it's just it's it's the same type of stuff that usually gets brought up, right? And I think that we've already come to the conclusion that we need to reduce. It's not really about finding new solutions. It's about go back to the old, like bring God back into the households, you know, have stable incomes, have intact families, and the rest will take care of itself. That's my belief. But what are your thoughts? Because I hear people like Killer yeah. Mike and Candace Owens. Candace touched on it a little bit. I'm not a fan of Candace, but she does have a point in a couple of things. But, you know, the whole the, the thing is, you know, you have folks like that one girl, that Black Lives Matter girl, Tamika Mallory or whatever. It's like, ah, white supremacy this, white supremacy that. And that's an excuse. You know, it's another... It's another reason to not do anything. But what are your thoughts on all that from having? Yeah, well, um, well, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I watched the whole thing. The last time we spoke about this, I watched like two maybe minutes a minute it. and a half. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah no, it, seriously, it wasn't it's even out for minutes. about a week. Yeah, but what were your thoughts? Because you're hearing <laughs> a lot of different perspectives from different black influential leaders, right? I mean, T.I. I'll be honest, I was a little surprised. I'm like, what's T.I. doing here? This guy's been locked up. <laughs> Not that I hold that against well, them, but, but it's like... But here's... Okay, so we first got to look at who held it. Sure. This was uh, done on Revolt TV. Revolt TV, yep. And that's owned by Sean Combs, Puff Daddy. Yep, I saw him so in that, the audience. You could see... Yeah, that's why he's in the audience, because yeah. he owns it. Right. So that was his thing. He put it all together, and that's probably why he had T.I. there, whatever. But the thing is, you know, what we spoke about a couple of, you know, I guess last week, I guess it was just unfair to even put that out there the way we did, although we're right uh-huh. <laughs> without watching it. But I actually have a totally different take Okay. after watching the entire thing because the thing was, Killer Mike was actually backing Candace Owens. And uh, and it was interesting 
to really understand why. And then it gets, I mean, for me now, this has now become like, this is more about why are Muslims dangerous and why Christianity is in danger in this country. What? And, what so yeah, what makes you say that? What did Killer Mike well, say? That gave okay, you that so impression? basically, well, he literally just backed everything he said. Candace Owen said something. Everybody was booing what she said. And then Killer Mike goes, you know, interrupted her and he goes, uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan. And remember, he said the word minister. <laughs> so when he says minister, that means he is a disciple of, of, of Louis Farrakhan, meaning he is a Muslim. Uh-huh. And uh, he goes, you know, Minister Louis Farrakhan has been saying the exact same things she has been saying for the past 25 years. Right. But because, because it comes from her, you guys boo. But if it comes from Farrakhan, you know, you guys just ignore it or listen and ignore, respect it, but ignore it. But, you know, and then so he starts going in, you know, backing her up. And this is the thing that people, you know, it's kind of like the same, like people who fall into the mistake of saying Judeo-Christian mm-hmm. also fall into the camp of aligning, aligning themselves with Muslims. Because here is the thing. Well, because they're very intermingled, right? The same people that say Judeo-Christian are the same people going, well, the God as an Allah and God the Father and the God of the Old Testament are, are, are the yeah, same God. Which but they're not. Yeah, but no, no, no. They're, they're, they're not. They're not because here's the thing. It, yes, we are looking to the same God. But according to the Bible, denying the divinity and the deity of Jesus Christ makes you not believe in the same God. Because in the Bible exactly. itself, who is a liar than the man who denies that Jesus is the Christ? And you can't have the Father if you don't have the Son. That, that's exactly. literally what no, it but says. It's the truth. So you're not, you're, not, you're not looking into the same God we are. It may be the same God historically, the God of Abraham, Isaac. Yeah, and yeah, Jacob. yeah. No. So that but is correct. Yeah. But, then, but here's the thing, and I'll explain it uh, from, from, you know, let, let me do my best to try to explain it. The Ten Commandments is, okay, so Muslims are tend to be conservative, but they're an evil conservative. Now, Jewish people are, <laughs> and you hate to say this, but they are, you know, that's why they're in, aligned with progressives. Because we spoke about this after, you know, on air, like after we got off air, we spoke about this. So here's yeah. why the Ten Commandments are bad. The Ten Commandments can be argued around. So, you know, like... That well, they're not bad, but people take context out of it. Well, no, well not just take... Well, yeah, they're not bad. Uh, but if you are a Jewish person, you can talk your way around it because, hey, look, Am I coveting my neighbor's wife or whatever if he allows me to share her mm-hmm. by using swinger parties and all this other stuff? So is that really coveting? Well, we talked about this yesterday and that people who try to find excuses for things are the people that are trying to find loopholes. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And that's the whole point. So, you know, is murder, you know, if it's an accident, is it murder? Is it? is an abortion murder. But, but you know see, what I mean? See, I want to I want to focus on that for a second. And then I want to actually go back and talk about Farrakhan because I actually respect Farrakhan yeah, for exactly. a, few, a bunch of things and people are like, "What?" And I'm like, "No, because he's not wrong. Yes, the ideology he's a part of is flawed, but there are things that he has said that is absolute <laughs> that's true, you know? But 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 about the 10 commandments, one thing I wanted to bring up in this context and then we'll take it back because people are like, why are you guys segueing again? People always complain about that. Well, because well, that's what it is. This no, because is here's the thing. The, the, here, here's the thing that explains everything about anybody who talks about, hey, God's law is not perfect because of the fact that you can always talk about it. It's like there's the Ten Commandments. And Bill Maher said this in a documentary called Religious, which Religious, which I saw a few years ago, you know, where he's basically making a mockery of religion, not just Christianity, but Judaism, Islam, everything. You know, Bill Maher is a staunch atheist who came out of the Catholic faith, right? Now, here's the deal. 
the people that say, well, the Ten Commandments don't cover things like rape and, you know, uh, child abuse and everything, even though technically, generally speaking, right, when you don't covet your neighbor, you don't harm people, that's covered under that. But here's the thing. The people that are looking for loopholes always, right, are looking for ways to excuse themselves and absolve themselves of any responsibility if they commit it. So when someone says, I killed someone by accident, is it still murder? The answer is yes. Just like if you kill a baby in the womb, it's still murder. So call it for what it is and then take responsibility for it. You committed murder. But by trying to define the lines, right? Trying to, trying to go like, well, is it murder or isn't? You're finding excuses to be able to not take responsibility for your actions. And that goes against loving yourself. Because exactly. when you forgive yourself, you know, man, I screwed up. I don't care if we're trying to define the lines here. I messed up. I, I screwed up and I need Yeah, you have a conscience. And that's the thing. Jewish people lack, not, not all Jewish people, but you know, if you really do follow the Old Testament, most likely you will lack a conscience. You will, because they will find loopholes, which is why a lot of people go, yeah, that's why so many Jews well, are lawyers. The, the, the thing about Christ was when he was lecturing the Pharisees, the Jewish leaders, right? Sometimes the, the, the legalistic terms of it actually creates the opposite effect, right? Yep. Because it creates a holier-than-thou attitude. And that was the problem, right? When you know they brought Jesus like, hey, there's this lady who committed adultery. Should we stone her to death? It's like, well, I mean, okay. But if, you don't, if you've never made a mistake before, then why don't you be the first, the first one? Stone. No, but the, first but the stone. thing is like this. I'm not kidding you. The, the laws of Jesus are literally perfect. It's, those are the two perfect laws that cover everything. Yeah. Anything and anything you can think of, is covered with the first two commandments. That's why it's perfect. And the other two, Jewish and Muslim faith, are bastardizations to allow for loopholes. But anyway, so, 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 but, but, because I, I really want to make that distinction that Christianity literally is perfect. There yeah. is no flaws in it. I've never seen ridiculous, but I would love to debate what's his face? Bill Maher. No, I would destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> because he would say all these kind of crazy things and I'd refer him back to Romans or refer him back to the first and second commandment. It's amazing. What, like, cause you know, I have, you know, a specialty in, in, in psychiatric, you know, behavior, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's amazing how it's literally just, a, I, I don't want to, it's kind of like rewriting the old Testament, like how Jewish people write these, you know, argue the laws mm -hmm. based on, getting away with stuff or not getting away with stuff, you know, to get control over other people. But that's what happened here with this, you know, uh, the revolt summit, because that's what they called it. But the thing is, it's amazing. All of these quote unquote walk away type of black people mm -hmm. tend to be of the Muslim faith because they like the violence. They do. If you, if you listen to the whole thing, all you kept hearing, because here's the thing, Killer Mike literally called, you know, T.I. Uh, a person who serves the white massa and Candace also serving the white massa. Mm -hmm. Just two different houses. There's the Democrat massa and the Republican, Republican which he's actually not wrong about in that uh, statement. No, no. But see, but the thing is like this. It, it's it's. Uh, it's it's false because if Christianity is where people are serving, if you're a conservative, you truly are serving Jesus. If you are a true conservative, if you understand, you know, just everything about Christianity when it comes from economics or, or marriage or family, whatever. If you understand it, you will be conservative mm -hmm. and you're automatically just going to serve Jesus. It's just how it works. So you're going to serve God through Jesus' name. You, sure. you, that's just what you'll know, right? So you're not serving a white master. You're not. You're serving Christ. And that's where these guys get it wrong. Because, see, the thing is like this. Where can you be a Christian 
in this, you know, in this political realm in the United States, only in the Republican Party. They're the only ones that allow for Christianity to take its true form. So, you know, whether they're called Tea Party, I mean, not really Tea Party, but I would think the closest to true Christians would be the Freedom Caucus guys. You know, those guys have a good grasp on Christianity and how it, you know, how it, because even the Tea Party is a bastardization. You know, look, look at, uh, what's that guy? Uh, he used to be Speaker of the House, the guy that was in GQ magazine. Um, Paul Ryan? Paul, yeah, 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 yeah. Paul Ryan. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Because when you say <laughs> GQ, I immediately was like, Paul Ryan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah. It, it, but that's my point. Like, uh, Christian leaders shouldn't be, I mean, I don't know. GQ wants them on the magazine, I guess. But eventually, it became Paul Ryan wanted to be Christ-like. He forgot all of the principles of Christianity. He did. He totally forgot it. So the thing is with this killer Mike guy and all this other stuff, the Muslims really do believe that. And blacks fall into that thing because they themselves want to believe like, hey, I'm not on the plantation anymore. And even Candace Owens uses that word plantation. Right. And the thing is, there is nothing wrong with a plantation. A plantation is just another way of saying farm, but big and giant. You know, it's a big, giant farm. Sure. So, you know, to me, this was about Muslims versus Christians. And this is just more evidence that Muslims are just very violent, dangerous people. And if we actually had what these guys wanted, think about the laws that would be on the books if a Muslim took over this country. Well, it would be like the Quran. It would be throw homosexuals off a roof and, uh, you know, kill people who... No, but check this out. It's even worse than that. Mm -hmm. And and because Christians, on the other hand, they're not like this. We are not these types of people. But check this out. In in Indonesia... Mm -hmm. This just literally happened. Like, this is like, it just got approved. Yeah. I don't know, good, like maybe 10 hours ago. So as of today, if you have a roommate that is a woman, you will go to jail for 12 months. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess cohabitation is now illegal in the Muslim faith. Well, they would imagine, right? No, they just considered extramarital sex and boom, you're going to jail for a year. That that's about right. I mean, and the thing is, in Christianity, extramarital sex is also frowned upon. It's also a sin, fornication. But you, I mean, it's not like we'll throw you in jail. It's like exactly in Christianity, we don't make judgments based on appearances. We the don't. Thing is, the, the the thing is is this Christianity. Think about grace and forgiveness, right? In a system. Because here's here's what answers all the questions about it, and we'll go back to because I know we talk about Christianity all, but now that I know that that you you've been into it, you know, and you're a Christian now, that it's like I'm trying to yeah, I'm still get, I, I can't stop talking about it. It's insane. <laughs> it's an insane. Isn't that a good thing, thing though? Isn't that a good thing? Yeah, well, because I I think I could break it down in in a real political sense. Because think about this. well, here no no, but let me let me finish this because you'll you'll agree with me on this. Everything that we know about justice, about legalism, about even law, right, consists of you get what you deserve and you get the consequences for your decisions, whether they're good or bad. That's really the consensus of all that, right? A lot of these so-called ideologies typically follow a value system of if you adhere, this is your consequence. If you don't, this is your punishment. Right. So it's either a good outcome or a bad outcome. Very legalistic. Right. The way we set up our legal system um, to be able to punish criminals and whatnot. But here's the thing. Christianity is the antithesis of that because you get an innocent man who was God to pay for all of that so that even when you do screw up, you don't endure the consequence. And it's willing. It's not like you're not you're not forced into it. And that's, that's, have you ever noticed that that's actually what really changes people is when you give something, something to someone, when you show them mercy, but you also give them something that they don't deserve. 
Yeah, well, see, that's the point. See, that's the point. Know? That's what I'm saying. So yeah, exactly. it throws the legalism aspect out the window. Yes, there are things that God tells us not to do, but you know what? It's actually more for our own good. The same way a parent tells their kid, don't do this. It's not because I don't want you to have fun or I don't want – it's just – you know what I mean? No, but here's the thing. Why do we, as Christian people, have mercy on people? See, that's the question. The question is, why do we have mercy? Because we have been taught not to judge. As being Christian people, we do not judge others. We don't. We never do. That's why our Constitution says we are all innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Beyond that. Beyond reasonable. Because why? Because that's what Jesus tells us to do. Seriously, Jesus tells us we cannot judge anybody. That's what he wants. He wants us to have mercy. He wants us to have not to be judging. Now, and and this is why I bring up this law that literally passed today in Indonesia about the extramarital sex law. What if you're a guy, a little effeminate, you know, not you're not a fag, but you're just a little effeminate, right? <laughs> you know, because that term, man, well, you, you know what I, mean. I, I know, I know, but go he's ahead. Not, go he's ahead. not gay. No, no, we're the or most. Whatever, this is not a politically man. correct show, so it's fine. <laughs> no, no, but you know what I mean, because there's yeah, some yeah. dudes that are just soft, but okay. not because they're, but they're not like, they're not really gay, but they're not really, you know, they don't play football or. No, I, I know what you're saying, but but go on, go you know on. What I mean, so. What I, but I don't want to say a nerd because even nerds. You know, they hang with other nerds, but it's just an awkward dude. You know what I mean? Wasn't too smart, whatever. So he gets along with chicks. You know what I mean? He might like fashion a little bit, not because he's gay. It's just because he likes fashion because his best friend's a chick. So if this dude can only trust this girl and he's in Indonesia, they're both going to jail after they get beaten up because why they're being judged. Right. In the Muslim faith, they teach you to judge people by appearances and that's why being a muslim is anti-american well also even if you're caught if you give off the perception of you committing something like that you're in trouble so it's not it's 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 the opposite of reasonable doubt it's just to be seen with is already and that's the thing hey you are hanging out no but that's the thing these you're right indonesia are very dangerous now in the united states Let's say that's it's against the law, right? But yep. then you go to court and you tell the judge, hey, look, judge, I'm a little effeminate. I don't get along with other dudes. And look, I'm not attracted to her. I'm not having sex with her. The judge will let it go. It's like, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, because, you know, you're just a guy. Maybe you're just not into women. And, you know, we're just going to let that well, r- we're well, gonna not, roll with it. Not even not, not into women. I'm not doing her. I just need it for this and that. And the judge will most likely let it slide if he's a Christian. Why? Because he's not going to judge. Yeah. But see, see here, here is also something why we don't judge, right? I'll, I'll give you this because typically in our legal system and God already knows how we are, right? But in our legal system, we punish people based off of their transgressions and just the implication of an iniquity as opposed to their actual. So what I mean by this is like transgression is something you commit outside, right? Iniquity would be like, for example, I thought lustfully about a woman. Like I saw a woman walking down the street and man, you know, that that's like an iniquity, right? You didn't do anything, but you thought it. Now we punish people for their transgressions, for things that they do outwardly. But isn't it fascinating how that implication is also carried on into law and in that just if it doesn't look right, um, yeah. you're already being punished for that, even though technically it's fine. Like if you catch yourself, we're not perfect. If you catch yourself and you repent, then that that's fine. But yet we still hold people to the same regard because of optics. And oh my gosh, this happens all the time, even in conservative circles where you're not welcome here because of optics. Literally. Yep. No, but it's the truth. And that's why I call those people chinos. No, chinos. I want chinos. That's Chinese. But chinos. Seriously, that's what it that's the definition. If you honestly judge people based on how they look or optics, like you're a Christian in name only. It's just how it works. That's why this country has the flaws that it has, because it's just the Christians in name only. We allow Muslims to have a seat 
at the table knowing that they want these types of laws that are unconstitutional. Think about this. You know, when, when these laws came out, the human rights people, they're like, oh, this law is so bad. Why? Not because people are going to go to jail for, you know, living with the roommate of the opposite sex, because there's, you know, they don't allow for abortion. See, now Muslims are against abortions. Mm -hmm. So are we. But the thing is like this. We are against abortion because it is wrong. Muslims also have the same. And that's my point. Muslims are Christians are very similar, just like Jews and Christians are very similar. But the difference is because we don't judge. See now, if uh, you know if a woman is raped, she has the baby, what are we gonna do as Christian people? You know, right now, nothing. That girl's on her own. And it's the same thing with the Muslim faith, but we honestly should have something for these people. Like we should honestly have some sort of counseling. We should have, you know, things available to this woman. I know it ain't going to happen for in a Muslim society. Why? Because they, they don't, they believe this woman should be stoned and she probably asked for it. <laughs> you know, that's the difference. It's the differences in how we act. And that's, you know, is that a legitimate argument? Yeah. A legitimate argument for Christians not taking care of women who have been raped or taking care of unwanted babies. That is a fault of ours. Is it the government's job? No, no that's no. literally the church's job. You know, the church should do a good job screening out weirdos. I mean, look, you hate to dump on a religion, but everybody knows Catholics and offshoots of that. It's, I don't want to say it's a cult, but it's really bad. They, don't, they didn't stay allowed gay dudes to be in there and molest boys. And look, it's a fact. They admit it. And they're trying to rectify it, but they're not rectifying it. But that's the thing. The Christian people need to set up systems where the government is not needed. That's how it used to be in the old days. Think right. about it. All the orphanages, who ran them? It was churches. You know, I, I honestly don't know who I, I'm assuming was Catholics because they're probably the only ones with enough money to open up these orphanages. But usually these orphanages were opened and operated by the local churches and people give money to the church and the church take care of these people. And uh, we don't do that anymore. Where's all our orphanages? Where's all our, you know, yeah, I, I honestly don't understand why we don't have this. Like, why don't we have more Christian schools that teach real science, real, you know, real anything? Well, they got I, all these I Muslim schools recently. everywhere. I learned this recently, but in the event of actually removing... See, here's here's the thing that, that I need to talk about. When the American Atheists movement became more prominent and we took God out of the schools, right? Because when you... You know, the funny thing is about human nature is that when you put God in schools, students are actually going to reasonably question. That's a good thing. It's yep. a good thing to question. But taking it out, ironically, eliminates the questions, right? Because it's all science. It's all proven. And as a result, and I learned this not from, from the Bible or anything. I learned this from another entrepreneur who talked about the duality of man. And he said that in the event of taking non-education, which was Christianity, out of schools and replacing it with academic institutions, it has led to more dumb people who don't question. See, it's funny yeah. how that works because it's not, God never said don't ask questions. He's like, ask all the questions you want. You're supposed to be searching. That's, that's the whole point is that is encouraged. It's not a bad thing if you don't know or if you have doubt. Everybody does. But see, the problem with a lot of these American atheists, when they ushered it in to the American school system was, they didn't want people to question. And what happens when you don't question? Even if it's like, oh man, what is this God thing? I want to ask questions. What happens? What do you think happens when people stop asking questions? Yeah, you never learn. It's the truth. No, you never learn. They're ready. They're ready to be commanded. They're ready. Yep. To be exactly. Ordered. So Good it, it's point. as simple Solid. as that. If you stop asking questions, you know how Robert Kiyosaki or even just a lot of influential people yeah, says yeah, that yeah, I know a, a question opens a door, a statement closes it. So when you say 
this is this. Then there's no more room for discussion. Therefore, you don't learn anything. It's like saying uh, there is no God, right? That means you even eliminate the possibility of even being able to ask this. But if even, even asking what if or what may be is already infinitely better than closing it off. But when you get a bunch of people who dictate how people need to be learning in schools. Like you talk about the science in Christian schools, right? Dude, can you imagine you put God and science together in schools and people were asking questions? You would have students that go, you know what? I was kind of lost in school. I didn't really believe in God, but then I came around because then it started to make sense. And that's fine. Nobody says you got to master it in four years. When people stop asking questions, they stop learning. And you know what? They open themselves up to being more likely to be manipulated and brainwashed because then it's all statements. This is what to believe. This is climate change. This is, you know. Yeah, no, but you're right that the whole thing about easily being indoctrinated, yeah. that's so true. No, but, but the thing is like this, and then someone like Bill Maher would say, well, I was indoctrinated, and I was like, yeah, but you know what? You made the choice to be an atheist. You know, and, and that's the truth. Whenever you're raised or around religion, you're taught to question. That's Always right. taught to question because even that guy doubting Thomas, right? Wasn't yeah. he? Uh, that that's in the Bible, right? That's right. Awesome. That's right. Yeah, uh, a, a doubting Thomas, he questioned, and Jesus was okay with it. <laughs> you know well, what Jesus I mean? Wasn't just okay with it. He was like, "Let there me you show go. you." Yeah, it, it wasn't. Yeah. It was like, "Okay, so let me show you then." Right? It's not. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, I, I can't answer your question. I'm going to redirect you. Nah, it's let me show you. <laughs> Because I remember my coach said that. My Christian dad, he goes, yeah, he's like doubting Thomas. <laughs> he's like doubting Thomas. But, but to take it back to, to the, the Black Revolt TV Summit, right? I feel like the, the, the unfortunate thing is you bring up an important point because Tamika Mallory is, is Black Lives Matter, right? So she's into the whole cops are pigs. They kill black people and everything. So there's this aspect of regardless of who's at fault which we've, we've talked about black lives matter on this show but it's that's the mob joke. mentality of violence well see but that's my thing that is why the concern because look how did so many muslims become black all of a sudden it wasn't like there were black muslims in world war ii during world war ii all Muslims were white. So how did so many blacks become Muslim? Or how many, because now like there's more black Muslims than white Muslims. So how did that even happen? It happened because in the 60s, the, uh, the Grand Muftis had this plan to go into American prisons and indoctrinate black people and turn them into Muslims. And that's what happened. So. People like Black Lives Matters, they're not religious. They tend to be more atheist than, than anything. So who do the atheists align with? They're going to align with Muslims. Why? Because, again, Muslims nowadays are sergeant-at-arms. You need dudes to break arms and break legs and, and do all that Antifa crap that they do. And uh, that's what you need. So Muslims, like Killer Mike, oh, we got to burn down this house and burn down that house. Even his name is Killer. You know what I mean? It's just what they need. They need that. That's why Black Lives Matter with all of this stuff. You know, one of those Black Lives Matter rally, there was a sniper killed like those cops in Dallas. Man. That, but it's true. I mean, he got like three or four cops. And uh, that's why I keep telling everybody, it's a, like the Muslim faith is a very dangerous faith because they literally advocate for violence. Mm -hmm. They're the, look, these dudes still think it's like, you know, 1550 when, when everybody's, you know, running around with swords, chopping each other's heads off. And seriously, that's what they think. They think it's middly, mid, middly, ah, midi, medieval times. And it's not. And that's what makes this thing so sad because. You know, black people used to be solid, solid Christians. Now they're not. You know, now that there's no, and, and I think there are Christians because, you know, the fathers used to be the head of household. They used to believe in God. That was like the only thing that put them in check. 
was God. Mm-hmm. And now that they're no longer there, you know, and I'm not saying women aren't religious or spiritual, but they're not like when a man is religious, it's different than a woman's religious. If that makes any sense. That, it, I, I, you have to explain that. Cause that, I don't know if I agree with. But. Well, because like when a man is religious, he's like, you know, when a man finds God, he automatically wants to find a wife, raise a family and do things the right way. When a woman finds God, she ain't thinking about like, Oh yeah, I'm going to, you know, raise a family and do it the right way. And I'm going to be the breadwinner and all this other stuff. And you know what I mean? Well, it depends on who you talk to. It depends. It really does depend on who you talk to. I mean, because some people may do that because they need healing and they're in the process of finding something. Right. And some men find God and then they just want to build. They just want to renounce the old lifestyle and they just want to build. That happens a lot. We'll see. But that's my point. When a man rebuilds, he's going to rebuild his house. I just don't think women have it in them to be like, yeah, I'm going to be, you know what I mean? Like, well, because we're different. We're different. The woman is going to compliment the man and the woman will submit to the man just like the man submits to God. Well, yeah, I hate to use that word submit because I I honestly don't Okay, okay. So here's the thing. Submitting to, we need to clarify this once again on the show. Submitting to does not mean subservient and it does not mean inferiority. And by the way, that's how women are. Like, that's what they want, really, at the end of the day. I, it's just not very popular to be able to say yeah, that. Like, in, in, the, in the light of so many strong, independent women who can do things themselves, but then at the end of the day, they still complain that they need a man. So me saying submit does not mean subservient or inferior. It's just the way the relationship works. Even the, the biggest alpha females you'll meet they still want an alpha man to submit to. It's just how it works. Yeah, no, and, and I think so too, without getting graphic. But I, I just like, I honestly don't see or understand how a woman could be the head of household if it's a real true Christian family. Well, they, they're not supposed to be. I mean, not that they can't do it. It's just, it's not, it's just well, not even, how we're designed. Even if, but even if the woman works, the man stays home. But just like, I, for spiritual guidance, it has to come from the guy. I, I, I don't have any proof, but <laughs> it's in it's in First Timothy. It's in First Timothy. Uh, when it yeah, talks about women. Well, no, but it's like I'm just basing it on like just simple biology. It's like because just like as a guy, as a man, it's like even if if the wife is working and I'm the one raising the kids, I'm still gonna have the way I believe the kids should be raised as how we raise them. You know, and, and compliment this and do this and do that. Like, you know, I'm going to have to be the one that sets the discipline. I'm going to be the one that has to do this, have to do that. Because and I'm not saying women are all emotional, but it's, you know, it's just. I think it's just more comforting to like the children and the wife or whoever. When the man sets the rules. In the household might not be that way at the job or making money or even in a political realm but in the household the christian man has to have control over it why because i i I just it just it's just part of nature being a man it's just how it works you know because you know it's not like it's gonna roll with an iron fist like of course we're gonna listen to the kids and the wife and then the wife and then the kids and take whatever counsel as they say but when that doesn't happen that's how families get destroyed that's how societies just get destroyed that's how the black community got destroyed somehow some way christianity is not a part of black life just isn't hasn't been in a long time like look at the black preachers that are out there now even though I like that dude in New York, the one that I, 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 I like watching him. He's yeah, funny. I like watching him. But, you know, it's cool. I mean, I like what he does. But at the same time, it's like, ah, you know, because he seems so angry and, and this and that. And, and I don't want to say cocky. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like as much because I do love it. But I think that should be like, uh, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a character defect in me. 
for liking him so much. But 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 I like him too, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but you know, I honestly believe like, but see, but that's the thing. That's how Muslims act, and that's that's the appeal for black people to the Muslim faith because Muslims don't play. You know what I mean? They, you know, they're look. You're gay. F that. F you. We're killing you. You know, you want extramarital affairs? What extramarital sex? What? F that. F you. We're killing you. You know, and and, and as much as I mean, I don't even I don't agree with it. But in like you know, a few months ago, I I agreed with that. Like you know what I mean? Because just like how I yelled at that lady, you know, you don't belong here. You know, you uh, you should be punished for for hanging out where you shouldn't be hanging out. This is the tenderloin. You don't be coming here talking crazy to people you don't know. Uh, and it's the same thing. It's like we shouldn't do that at all. It, it's um, it's just you know, and, and that's the thing. It's 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 going back to the point about this black summit. It was amazing to see how Candace Owens literally submitted to that guy killer mike mm-hmm. it, it, i mean seriously killer mike just dominated the women he controlled them she everything she said she felt vindicated when he stuck up for her and that's why i kept telling you she's fake she doesn't know and i'm not saying it's because she's a woman it's because when you have a strong man of any religious faith he will dominate that person because that faith that he has makes them powerful when you honestly believe you're going to become powerful you'll have you know knowledge and whatever that's just that you've never known before and that's what killer mike has but because he's muslim he is now dangerous because he's gonna and he can he can honestly raise an army even though he looks like a big diabetic who can barely, you know, stand up for 30 seconds, he is powerful and he can raise armies, a literal army that will do whatever he says because why? Farrakhan says so. And, and Farrakhan, you know, and I do respect, I respect everybody, but I respect Farrakhan because that he is conservative. He's against pornography. He's against, uh, you know, all the things that I'm against. He's against it as well. Right. Uh, and, and, you know, he says because of God and all this other stuff. But, and he says he's nonviolent, but at the same time, we all know he had Malcolm X killed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and, and that's what makes him dangerous. His faith, his religion allows murder to happen. It allows judging others to happen. Yeah, they condone it is what I'm saying. And that's what makes him dangerous. Like, you know, does it bother me to see people with their baggy pants? And yeah, a little bit because in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, these, you know, gay people. But with the F word, not the F U word. But you know what I mean? And and it's like, man, you know, they have no shame. And, uh, you know, and it was different. But now it's like, no, it doesn't bother me. That's a part of growing up. They have to find their own way. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the thing. That's not what's being taught here. So these solutions, when you really understand, like looking at this thing from a Christian perspective, mm-hmm. you know how that Black Revolt Summit thing was, it's really dangerous because that's the future. Think about it. If becoming a Muslim is going to be cool, imagine all of the people in this country that will convert to Islam. Think about that. That's right. Why, why is this dangerous? Because you have, blacks have been influencing this culture since day one. Who invented rock and roll? Black people. That's right. You know, who influenced the Beatles? The Mississippi Delta. That's right. Seriously, like, you can't get more black than the South. <laughs> you know, and they influenced the Beatles. The greatest band who ever lived was influenced by the Beatles. That's right. They influenced Kraftwerk, a German band that technically started all hip-hop, electronic music. They even said themselves, they were like, we were looking for a sound that wasn't, you know, that wasn't influenced by, you know, the Mississippi Delta mm-hmm. or like a, 
Beatles ripoff, and we wanted a distinct sound that was German. Sure. Even those guys were influenced by black people, even though by and because they wanted to invent something brand new, they you know so they were influenced by it. Right. And uh, I'm telling you, watching these guys, watching you know some prominent culture-setting people in this country advocating for the Muslim faith mm-hmm. and being a quote-unquote Christian going along with it is dangerous. That's, and that's my takeaway from all of that. It was sad to see. I'm thinking this is why blacks will always be at the bottom because they keep denying Christ. They do. They won't de- they'll deny Christ and then they're going to accept Prophet Muhammad, Jesus. Well, according to Islam, Jesus was a powerful, mighty teacher, a prophet, but he wasn't the Son of God, and that's why they failed. Because Black Mike said, "Well, well, check this out. One of the questions was, you know, uh, and Candace couldn't answer this question, uh, but the question was from the moderator, you know, when make America great again? At what? When was it great for blacks?" And then Candace goes, you know, like in the 40s and the 50s when the black families were still intact and it was like 20, she was quoting these things. And then people were like, that wasn't great for blacks back then. There was segregation and all this other stuff. She had no answer. And then Killer Mike saved her and goes, you want to know when it was great for blacks? Seven years after slavery ended. Yeah, I remember that. See, yeah. The thing is, he's quoting from what we've been saying this whole time, right? Yeah, but we've been saying this day yeah, one. Candace doesn't know any of that. That's the problem with, with Candace. It's just like... Well, see, but that's my point. Several times during that debate, Killer Mike, a man of strong faith, set his dominance as a man of faith and you know, dominated Candace, dominated the other conservative lady that was there and the other Muslim that was there. All of them, just, just they all just sat back and, and, right. and, you know, but I'm telling you now, he is wrong about, because it makes no sense, like, I don't get it. So seven years after slavery, all of a sudden, black people learned how to do uh, work the cotton gin seven years later, huh? Right. So I'm thinking, Killer Mike's an idiot. And I'm thinking, why would he think seven years? It makes no sense. But, you know, whatever. I, I wasn't invited to that debate. <laughs> <laughs> you would have you would have stirred some heat. But I like, you know, the thing is, it's interesting hearing all of this kind of come together because that the thing is, it's funny with, with some people that are obviously very, very rational when it comes to them. Like, because that's the thing. Killer Mike is rational, right? It's just that the ideology is flawed. And Candace Owens is like on the right, but the thing is, she's not informed well enough. She just is used to talking points. And unfortunately, no, she's not a Christian. I mean, she says she's a Christian, but I think her I biggest flaw, she's a Chino. Seriously, yeah. because she's a Chino, she just will never succeed. You got to be an honest to God Christian. You really do, because I, you know, and I'm new at this. So, and I know like maybe I don't have any. You know, because I'm new, I don't, I, you know, it's like the, the rookie trying to take over. <laughs> but the thing is, you have to honestly be a Christian person because most Christians, they do what the Jewish people do. They try to find loopholes. That's you know, true. they try to find this. They try to find that. Because well, here's to- the thing. If we spoke in, in, in like, if we spoke with more conviction and saying, this is just the way it is instead of dancing around it. Like for example, a lot of Christians, if they're challenged about gay rights, they dance around it. They don't give a direct answer, but can you imagine if every Christian gave a straight answer with absolute belief and, and, and with, without, you know, neglecting empathy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, well, see, that's my fault. I, I don't know how to do that. Everybody goes, dude, you just sound like, eh, eh, eh. you know what I mean? Like just talking crazy. No, but it's the truth. It's the truth. The reason why gays don't have quote unquote gay rights is because it's their choice. They choose to do things. You choose to be gay. It is an absolute choice. Right. So there are consequences for that choice. It is not a God given right. It might be a God given ability, but it's not a God given right. 
Right. And, and that's the thing. Look, as long as we don't judge you, then that's fine. But you don't have civil rights because you are not born with that. Nobody could ever stop bigotry. Nobody could ever stop racism. But the government should not discriminate. But it doesn't mean it's a right. So to make all this crap, it's just... It's just a waste of time and resources, and it mm -hmm. takes us further away from Christianity. And that's how Christianity gets bastardized. Right. Because this summit, in, just from watching, I'm thinking this is how Christianity gets bastardized by accepting what these idiots are, oh, not idiots, but you know, like guys like Killer Mike, TI, whoever, right. uh, what they say, we take what they say. And say, oh, it's the Christian way. It's not the Christian way. Just like those Christian crusades when they're killing everybody. Mm -hmm. That's not the Christian way. Can Christians defend themselves? Yeah. But they don't go out and start attacking people just because we judge them. Right. You know, we're, we don't judge. That's the thing about us. We convert people through teaching them how to love themselves and love others. And that's just how it goes. And... and, and you know, like, yeah. So like when I, when I really start to look into the things like, you know, gay conversion therapy or, or this whole, you know, third strike law, like in California, that's not Christian. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody says. We don't put people in prison. That's not our job to, to judge these people. But if they are a real true menace to themselves where they're hurting themselves, yeah, we put them away in a mental hospital. Why? Because, you know, if a person is so gosh darn retarded and mentally ill that all they're going to do is, you know, bang their head all day, mm -hmm. come on, they need help. That, that's, that's uh, you know, something that's beyond, you know, their control. And, and I, I think this is just one of those tests to see how we treat others. Right, and, right. Uh, you know, so, man, I'm telling you, Watching that thing, like if you watch it again, watch how it is really anti-Christian. All of those Christian beliefs, it, it's just none of those people, Puff Daddy, all these people, come on. When we ended slavery, we didn't end slavery by burning down the masses' houses. We had a belief in God. Seriously, mm -hmm. it was through Christianity that slavery ended. How was that not mentioned? How was that not, you know what I mean? Like, how do, how do people not know that? It's just a lot of people aren't informed these days. You know, it goes back to people don't ask for questions anymore. The only way people know more is by asking more questions. But people like to come out and, and, and make statements. And this is also something to tie back into the Black Summit, right? A lot of people, as opposed to, I mean, some people would ask some questions for clarification, but they were asking questions to antagonize, not trying to understand, right? As opposed and, and making statements like this is this, this is what I believe, this is the, the truth, right? And sometimes that's not the easy way to well, get through to well, people. No, but think about this. For centuries in this country, we have known that the way to change people is through christ and the best because this is one of the most famous black songs ever sang that's that song amazing grace have you heard of that one um, you know the one that goes amazing grace the, you know, yeah that that's about a white dude who was a slave owner seriously no kidding no i'm not kidding you that's the whole thing to save a wretch like me it was a white dude repenting for all the bad things he did as a slave owner Really? And that's what Amazing Grace is all about. No kidding. Dude, look up the history of that song. I knew that as an atheist. <laughs> I knew that song. Yeah, no, I got to. No, and, and, and I'm not kidding. Amazing Grace it was the very first spiritual, you know, Negro spiritual. And it was about a white slave master who changed his ways through Christ. And come on. You know what I mean? How do we not know this? And, 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 I'm, and I'm listening to Killer Mike and some light-skinned dude like me. Now, this dude was way more light-skinned than me. Uh, but, and I'm just thinking, man, these are some ignorant people. Right. You know, burning down the house and all this other crazy stuff, that's not how it's done. You got to do it through, I don't want to say grace, but 
whatever it is that Jesus has, like, because I honestly don't know how he did it, uh, other than, you know, because he's the son of God. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, because it's amazing, dude. Like, how do you just come up with two simple, you know, statements? And that is the philosophy of all philosophy, better than Aristotle, better, better than Plato, better than Socrates. You know what I mean? Better than anybody. Mm-hmm. How is this the perfect philosophy, the perfect laws? And it changed one of the most horrific slave owners in the history of man. And then the whole amazing grace song was made about it. Uh, and, and come on, you know what I mean? That's insane. How do we not know this? How do Christians lose their history so quick? Mm-hmm. And that's what that black summit was. It was just a whole bunch of black people ignoring their own history. They just ignored it because they don't care. Because they're not they're they believe in the Muslim faith now and they believe Muslims have more to offer than Christians. Mm -hmm. Seriously, how did that even happen? What did the Islamic faith ever do for any American? This is not a well. It, it put Muhammad Ali on the map. <laughs> Technically, he was on the map as Clash, Cassius Clay. That's true. But see, but again, because uh, Muhammad Ali was a big believer of like you know not interracial you know mingling and things yeah, like that. Yeah, that's true. You know, and, and that's and that was the whole thing. I mean, you know, and 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 I get what he was saying because you know who can understand. Mm-hmm a black person better not and he even said at this he goes i wouldn't even go to nigeria ethiopia i wouldn't marry no ethiopian woman he goes the only woman i would marry is an american black woman because we like the same music we like the same food we're gonna enjoy the same religion and and he's right in a way but what if you grew up with a whole bunch of white people those people that you grew up with are the ones who are going to understand you because you guys have the same experiences. It's not based on skin color. Not race, right. And that's the problem. You know? Yeah. Too much no, but it's based, and that's the thing. So whoever his pastor was failed him. And that's the thing. A lot of people have been failed by their leaders because they just don't get it. And is this complicated? Yeah, I mean, because, you know, the hour's up. I know it is. But, you know, when people are listening to this, they're going to say, ah, I don't know. It didn't make any sense. But, you know, hopefully they, they do understand that this really, like, I really do encourage everybody to watch it again, but watch it from a Christian perspective mm-hmm. and how a lot of it goes against what Jesus teaches. It might not go against the Jewish faith because it doesn't. It goes right hand in hand with what Jews used to believe in. See, Muslims, in my opinion, are how Jews used to be, you know, a thousand years ago. <laughs> just crazy stoning people, you know, just picking up rocks. And they still do that in Israel, but not everywhere. But there's a small percentage of Jews that still act like Muslims. Right. You know, like the way Muslims act today. And Muslims are very open about it. And that's why I talk about Indonesia. Indonesia is a harsh place for anybody mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter i mean i know the human rights people always oh it's only against gay people it's against anybody they will punish anybody of course they go after gays predominantly because in indonesia only the gay people have aids you know why because you know it's uh or that and and, and the prostitutes right but, you know why because they're gay that's what they do all that crazy stuff that they do gives them aids and um so but either way um but anyway but those are those are my thoughts it's it's not even a that's my analysis because it's not a thought it's like oh those are my opinions it's my analysis Mm -hmm. of what i see i'm not making it up these dudes all these black people are as confused as ever and nothing's ever going to change. This summit was a big waste of time <laughs> in, into why things are going to get worse. Is that and your I'm final talking, thought? Because, yeah, we got to wrap this up. Well, thing. my final, final thought is it's only through Christ is it going to get better for anybody. Okay. If you don't have Jesus. No, but it's the truth. If you don't understand, like, because even if you pray to Jesus, 
all the time, things aren't going to get better. You have to understand the commandments he spoke about. You have to understand Romans to have a better life. Mm -hmm. Because you just can't say you're a Christian and pray like Candace Owens. See, Candace Owens, I, I have no doubt that she prays. But she doesn't understand Romans. She doesn't understand the first and second commandment. She does not love herself. She loves her popularity more than she loves God. I guarantee you that. I guarantee you that. And that's why you have to love God as you love yourself because that, that's why that's first. And that's why it's, you're right, you're right. But no, that's, that's, that's no, it's, it's well said. All of those black people on stage all are in love with themselves. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. But they don't love God. Especially awesome. if you're a Muslim. So, and those are my final thoughts. But anyway, all right. Cool. Yeah, we got to run soon. But thank you guys for listening to the American Maiden page. So check out the Revolt TV Summit with Candace Owens, T.I. and Killer Mike. Uh, if you guys were curious about what we were talking about, I probably should have said that in the beginning. But check that out. Let me know how things go, guys. And uh, take care. <laughs> yeah.